This episode is brought to you by the Unveil Deep Dives, a unique transformational experience that you can book today with Victoria Fenton. In 90 minutes, she will walk you through an in-depth human design reading, interweaving insights from the Gene Key system and her extensive coaching experience. Unveiled Deep Dives are available now, and you can book into Victoria's Diary directly from the Unveil website at unveilenterprises.com forward slash deep dives. In today's episode of the Unveil podcast, Brace Harris and I discuss everything to do with new chapters. We are talking very personally about the changes that we are both moving through at the moment, both individually and within Unveil as a company. And we discuss how we're approaching that, how we knew we needed to move into these territories unknown and how we're feeling as we do it. And we use all of our experience to share with you how to really approach change, how to know it's calling us, how to move through it when it is calling us, how to set the scene so we do it in a way that feels as comfortable as possible as we move into these uncomfortable situations where everything starts to look different to our nervous system. And we discuss what we're going through at the moment within the company and we share with you everything to do with new chapters and what to do when life is calling you to change. Hello everyone, my name is Brace Harris. My name is Victoria Fenton. And we are Unveil. Excellent. Multi-continent Unveil. Yes, we are but international. We it's are like 5,407 miles away from each other. And I know this because my Apple map tells me every time I get in my car, because you're saved on one of my favorites, your house is saved. So it says 5,000. And I'm like, it's a long way. Yes. Ladies and germs, we are, uh, we're coming to you from, uh, well, I'm still in California. Victoria is in the UK. And my we UK are doing- listeners. I'm in Hemel Hempstead, famous for a crazy roundabout that is called the magic roundabout, which you can go both ways around. Now, as someone who's been driving in America where there are no roundabouts, <laughs> I'm now in a place where there's a magic roundabout. <laughs> to say my nervous system is confused, not an underestimation. <laughs> yes. Let's see. We have roundabouts. Uh, what's the other thing? The parallel parking. Oh, yeah. No, we it's don't like try that. Right side, left side. It's like... Yeah. Well, and we'll you just can park find a spot to pull the... into. That's it. No, because you can park on any side of the road in the UK. So I was like driving mm, around the streets mm. trying to find one going the right way. And then I was like, oh, it's the UK. Nobody cares. We just park backwards. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 that would not go over well here. It would just be chaos for us. At least you guys are organized about your disorganization, which is, is lovely. Totally. Yes. So to I'm. <laughs> So I'm back in the UK um, mm-hmm. for a month. Um, so our next four podcasts will come like this. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm here because in, oh, it's a week on Monday, I go to the US embassy to get my visa. Uh, uh, yes. So that is, that's the process that's in play. And I think actually that speaks to a bit of the topic of our podcast for today. Yeah, fire away. What are we talking about today, Victoria? What are we talking about today? We are talking about new chapters. Mm. 
and all the things around them, how to embark on them, when to embark on them, how to know when you're embarking on them, what are the calls to embark on them, all of those things. Yeah, if you're already embarked and something comes up and bites you in the rear end, how do you flow through that? It's like, oh, I thought I'd turn the page on that. Oh, little did you know, life loves to mess with us. Life loves to mess with us. And it's so funny Brilliant. because it's every time I think, you know, we're established or unveils doing one thing or, you know, we're, we're like, oh no, we've got another growth curve, another up leveling, you know? Oh yeah. Universe just goes, mm, you thought you had it. News for you. <laughs> yep. And, and that's the funny thing, everyone. It's like, when we invite this stuff in, it's like, oh, I'm ready to shift. I'm ready to transform. Mm universe god is like you got it boss and then yeah. boom 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 and there's just opportunity after opportunity and you're like wait 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 there's a lot of opportunities coming in that i'm not quite prepared for like in my body in my nervous system your nervous system is like whoa 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 what are we doing here little things okay big huge shifts what is that and you get that pushback um I'll just use myself as a prime example. I mean, we just got through discussing before we, before we jumped on here, mm. I have had a big shift in my life over the last year and a half, two years. And last night I woke up like four 30 in the morning and I'm sure everyone has experienced this where you're like, ah, what is, what am I doing? What does this mean? I was like, Oh, I don't. And like all the old voices, all the old patterns all the shadows start to come forward and speak and whisper in your ear that you're doing it wrong or you can't or you shouldn't or you didn't do all these things to prepare your way although you didn't know you needed to just anything and everything comes forward and that's where I was last night I was like oh what am I what am I doing and Luckily, I have a colleague who's an amazing coach that was able to really just see much more that I could see because we tend to get these blinders on when we're in the shit, uh, to use a war term. It's like, but that's what it is. It's a battle in your mind and your heart that moves on. Um, and so there's that. that. It's, it's a battle between your nervous system known territory mm. and where your energy is trying to move to and the conflict between those two, I think is where the battle really lies. It's like, this mm. is, this is safe because this is known territory and where we're going is, you know, unknown. So mm -hmm. I'm going to play in, into your consciousness, all of the reasons why you probably shouldn't go over there. <laughs> All the reason why you can't go over that. Oh, can't. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, excuse me, can't, can't. <laughs> go over there because that's the, that's the strategy and it works and it, and it pre prevents us from doing the things that we really truly want or really truly know we should be running after and going to get that new chapter that you really want. There's about a million billion reasons that your slick, very clever mind, body, nervous system 
will come up with to keep you right where you are because you know that even if you don't like it at least you know it and knowing it feels safe yeah yeah to the extent that you started today's conversation with no one to talk about it (laughs) that's exactly see i i'm a i'm a coach and i still struggle like we're all human beings and it's totally natural and i love using my own struggles when i teach when i coach because it's it's so relatable like i'm no more powerful than anyone else i've just learned a little bit more Mm. and it's uh it's definitely a journey that we all get to take and we can have compassion for each other in those and show up for each other in those and empathize with each other in those moments, uh, especially when it comes to, hey, I'm thinking about doing this quote unquote crazy thing, starting my own business or quitting my job or ending a relationship or starting a new relationship. It's like there's so many things that we really want to do that we're being pulled, pulled toward. And something is holding on to our pant leg and not letting us go. And it is very powerful and very strong. And it would be so easy to stay where we are. And be miserable. And yes, and literally be miserable. It's like, I'll be miserable, but I'm used to the misery. And you can get lost, getting lost in that. And in that, you project into the future all of the things that you will maybe lose if you do step mm-hmm. into the future and it's like I'll like life as I know it will cease to exist and that is a cost so yeah. I'll just stay here even though it's costing me my soul and my sanity that's right that's right absolutely so what do we do everyone what do we do mm. I think I really want to I say start, I mean, we've kind of started and thrown ourselves in the deep end, but Mm -hmm. I think that the first place, I mean, I think the order that I'd like to like lay this out for people and lay this out for us to discuss it is like, one, how do you know when there is a new chapter that you need to want to, should be embarking on Two, Mm. laying the foundations for that. What needs to be in place in order for that to then happen? Three, how to navigate through it when it's happening. And four, how to celebrate on the other side. Brilliant. We didn't plan this beforehand, guys. We have no whiteboard. I'm seriously missing our whiteboard. I'm supposed to do an editorial calendar for the whole year. And I'm like, I need need a whiteboard. (laughs) It's beautiful. But I, I, I... And here, here's here's one thing that's really beautiful about working with Victoria, guys. She can just do that. Like she came up with all of that literally like in the moment. She has this uncanny ability to just script it out and just be like this boom, 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 boom. We're going to hit these points and they're all very well thought out. It's just it's lovely getting to work with you because it makes my life much, much easier. <laughs> Eat your heart out, everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, Brace is so lucky, really. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be be the first to admit that, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, given that I've laid out our scripts, let's start. So let's do it. How do you know when a new chapter is calling you? What would you Mm. say for that, Brace? How do you know when something is like beckoning? Oh man. So for me, what really 
tends to get my attention because sometimes I find that that's tricky. Like being aware of, of that is when I am, and this is for me, when I kind of get down on myself and I, there's a feeling inside, like I want to do more or I want something different. And it's very, how do I explain it? Very pure in nature. There's, it's not motivated by anything other than I am not living my greatest purpose. Love that. And I can feel it and it's very small, but I, it's so different than everything else surrounding it. Yeah. Almost like a little, a little light in this chaos of darkness. I'm, I'm being very dramatic right now, <laughs> but you can, you can feel the, the difference. Mm. And it's like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. It's, there's a very much a knowing. And a lot of the times in the past, I pushed that away. Like, oh, that's just silly. That's just fantasies. That's just me wanting something that's not real. And everybody, you know, has that. And then nobody does anything about it. So it must be false. And that is not the truth. Those are just all the stories that I use mm -hmm. to stay where I am. So that's, for me, that's how I think that I know when it's like, okay, something's up. What about you? What? Well, and I adore that, by the way, because I, anyone, so I think what I'm realizing within the Unveil podcast is that we will reference other podcasts. So if you've listened and if you're following along as one of our family, we will reference other stuff. So what you've just spoken to is very 20 second Gene Key from our Gene Keys podcast. It's like when you sense that you're dishonoring your potential, that is like a little grain of grit mm. that you will go oh I'm not it's like a sense and I think you're absolutely right I think that we know that um new chapters are beckoning when there is that sense that the current one feels misaligned in some way or slightly empty or not fulfilling or there's a gap or there's it's almost like you feel the disconnect between who you're showing up as and something else and we, it may not be any clearer than that yeah yeah, that totally resonates. And I think as well, I mean, if that is a bit too ephemeral, how's your life? Like, what, what's the symptom that you're complaining about right now in your life? Like, what are you looking at as a behavior that you're like, oh, I wish I could stop doing this? What are you looking at as a, as a thought where you're like, I wish I could stop thinking this? And we're going to share our, our own stories because we're, we're both embarking on new chapters and we're both doing them separately in our own little worlds. And together, this is where we're at. So it's very relevant that we share about our stuff. So we have had extensive conversations in the last month when I was in LA about, you know, the behaviors that I was doing that I could feel were not coming from a place of self-love effectively. It's mm. not coming from a place of, oh, I, I, I relish this life. Um, and they were sort of showing me that something wasn't okay. And I have, I can ignore, we can all ignore this stuff. We can all yeah. choose not to see. Mm -hmm. um, and I have done for a long, long time. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like this is, I'm right back at really core wounding for me, core parts of when I first got sick and all the process that then happened. And it's all been coming up really loudly. And that's a sign from the universe saying, 
maybe you want to fix this bit now, Victoria. And I know we don't like the word fix because you know, nothing needs fixing, everything is a, but you know, just to keep it in human terminology, maybe you right. want to deal with this now. Maybe you want to face into it. And I think that if the esoteric sense of something being slightly misaligned doesn't resonate, then look at your life. Does every single moment feel good? And it doesn't mean everything has to be perfect. It's just even when you're in the shit, to use your phrase, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you okay there? Are you there with that sense of, mm, I, I, I know that this is a means to an end or a process. And if any of that isn't true, then it's likely that there is potential for something different. And I think that's slightly different to when there is actually a call to do the change because mm-hmm. those, those two are different scenarios and I would definitely say that it is possible to sit in a situation in your life knowing that things are wrong and yet it not be the right time to do anything about it Mm -hmm. trust like trust that that instinct that same instinct that's telling you this may not be right there's there's also that part of it it's like you need to wait or it's coming patience like all the things yeah yeah and I think that brings us on to the second part, which is what needs to be in place for you to then embark on that process. Because yeah. the universe isn't going to, I mean, there's this phrase and one of our dear friends and mentors says, ask for a big life and the universe is going to give it to you. And it's like, yeah, but it's not going to throw stuff at you that you can't handle. It's only going to give what there is opportunity to pull you up to. And that growth curve and the just slightly out of your comfort zone is only slightly out of your comfort comfort zone you know progress doesn't mm-hmm. exist when you blast yourself to intolerant intolerable it just doesn't that's not a place where healing can take place it can only mm. exist when you're slightly a step outside comfortable and you can just about lean into it that's where healing and progress can happen mm. love it yeah and i love that you use the word pull and I know I've said this a couple of different times. If you also know it's authentic when you're being pulled toward it as a being, as opposed to being pushed, we definitely know the difference between those two. And it's so when you feel yourself being pulled, then what? Mm. Then you get to one, I mean, just the awareness alone. It's like push, pull. Okay. Now what do I do? It's like, I'm, I'm here. You're you've accepted said thing in your life that, you know, you want to move toward. So now what do I do? And you can start small. This is, these are not things that have to be done by next week or the next day or the next, even the next month or the next year. But, and this is something that that I've said in a couple of my posts, it's like the small moves, small moves, those small moves add up to very large moves. And a lot of the times they're the things that are just as easy not to do as to do them. So in each moment you get to decide to move toward that goal, that mission, that purpose, whatever it is for you. And constantly being aware in the moment. Mm. And you hear that all the time. You got all these gurus around the world that are like, you know, be in the moment, be in the moment, be in the moment. Well, they're right to to still Richard Rudd's uh, quote from one of his his, uh, talks that I listened to. They're right. 
because it's in each moment that you continue to make the choice to move toward it or stay where you are or move backward. And, and, and in some disciplines, they say, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. There is no standing still. So what are you going to choose? It's like, think about it as a wheel. The wheel's moving forward or it's moving backward. What are you going to choose in the moment? And I think it's interesting because um, there's another directional thing. If you're running mm -hmm. away of something from something, that's also not the right thing, the right pull. Um, but somebody said to me yesterday, and I'm going to butcher this quote, and I'm sorry, but somebody said to me yesterday, um, you know, trauma is the thing that gets in the way between us being and being in the present moment. So there, and this takes us back to what we were saying about what is the infrastructure that needs to be there because you can't just take those small steps if you're in a state of like threat stress tension existential something is going to happen like if you're mm -hmm. scared for any reason taking small steps towards progress don't feel like small steps they feel like ginormous hurdles that you're having to leap all the time because every time the consequence of that tiny step is implosion of your existing life or triggering of some historic trauma etc cetera, etc cetera. so if you're if you've heard what brace has said and you're like oh it's just small steps. that's amazing let's start taking them great wonderful like that that's enough but there are those people within our kind of orbit who will be very much i can't, I can't take a step I, I can't yeah, small breathe. steps are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And for understandably people, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for those people, the infrastructure becomes even more important. So to speak to my personal situation, and I shared a bit on Instagram. And thank you to the people who have reached out since I shared that on Instagram and said, Are you okay? Um I really don't love coming back to the UK. <laughs> like my life feels like it's pulling me out towards. LA and and to being with you and to being in the world that we are creating so when I come back to the UK there's a whole heap of practical stuff that has to happen but as I've been saying like in the last month when we've been in LA working on the back end of things um it's been super stressful like I literally stacked the decks didn't I <laughs> I was like I was in an apartment that was not soundproof with really noisy neighbors and like an opera teacher down the road, which was lovely until the final week when they were doing performances and they were still singing at half midnight and one o'clock in the morning. Um, and so the sleep was challenged. The, the noise invasion was challenged. I was kind of in a, in a place in LA which didn't feel safe to me. So I kind of literally stacked the decks so that all of my trauma pattern behaviors would come up and they did. And for me, I love what you were talking about in terms of taking things one step at a time. Cause we were literally having a conversation where it's like, I can't take things one step at a time. I, if anyone knows me, I, I live life at a million miles an hour clue. That is a trauma response in action. So it's not mm. a safe, healthy thing. It's a trauma response in action. So everything was happening. Like I was, we built so much. I was working all the hours. I never, we di I didn't go out once. Like it was just like insane. And then I looked at coming to the UK and I thought in order to create any kind of environment for progress, I need to not recreate what I've just lived. So instead of walking into essentially having to perform. So 
normally when I'm in the UK, I will stay with my, particularly down south, I'll stay with my dad and stepmom. And when I'm up north, I'll stay with my mom. But this is in other people's houses. It's with other people's routines. And this week I haven't finished work till 10 o'clock at night because I'm working American hours. And there was just all of this stuff that felt very draining on me and wasn't going to give me the space to actually stop and look and turn inward to look at those things that I was looking to change. So in order to stack the depths in my favor, I spent the weekend before I came here hiring a car, looking on Airbnb to find a place to stay. So I have my own space. And if you're on YouTube, you will see I'm in a beautiful converted chapel, which you can't quite see, but nice. And it feels very sacred. It feels very wonderful i won't be here for very long next time we record i'll be in a different place i'll be in like a beautiful farmhouse i haven't told you this bit yet um but yes i will be in a different different abode um because and i i honestly today was looking at the potential next places to be and for me (coughs) the difference between being in an apartment very stacked very dense being in the center of saint albans which is a town here i think it might be a city because it's got a cathedral but whatever um yes it's a city um (laughs) quaint British ways um (laughs) like in a terraced townhouse with like very little parking and it's just you can feel the energy tension building or being in an annex that was like on the side of a house and probably noise pollution and I was like no I can't do any of this I have to be in a place where there is space for me and for me that's really important when I'm about to embark on anything major it's like I need to be in my aura dealing with my stuff. This isn't universal. Not everyone will need that. But what you do need to focus on is you need, if you're looking to take steps to something new, you need to create the space for new to fall into your world. Because it's that crazy thing of you're moving forwards. It's also coming, it's like it's folding in on itself, the future. So you have to allow Mm. the space to allow new and difference and change and all of the space and the white space for chaos that will happen, you have to allow Mm -hmm. all of that space to be in existence before you can truly step into new chapters. Okay. So what would you suggest would be some of those ways to allow for that new space? Well, I think one of the keys is recognizing that the the tendency to fill all available space in our lives is a trauma response. It's actually us in challenge. It's us in that moment of stress. So creating space, it's um, that old adage of if if you don't have time to meditate, you need to meditate twice as much. The reason Mm. we say that is because we all, I mean, I joke that I live life a hundred million miles an hour. Life is hectic. Lots of stuff happens. And you get to put it in your calendar. Like if you need to have white space, particularly if you're doing what we're doing, building businesses, leadership stuff, you need to have that white space to have that space to be creative. It's what we've been talking about with you being a manifester. It's like, you can't manifest if you don't have the space where you're not doing anything because you can't be inventive from busy, like busy, particularly for manifestors, tip for all my manifestors out there. You need to stop because you can't, in that slew of generative energy, you can't suddenly be inspirational and initiate action. It just doesn't work. You have to like have downtime and whatever that means for you. And for me, as I shared in my podcast, when I first got to LA last time, my house and my car are the rocks of 
my ability to feel safe, my house, my car, my internet. You know, it's kind of those three things really need to be in my existence. It's not the same for everyone, um, but a lot of the time people will need to shut the door on life for a minute. And if you've got loved ones and like people in your world, you get to tell them. Because if they love you, go. you get to tell them, like, I need X. And again, I mean, we always touch on major points when we do our kind of sort of long rambling podcast, but asking for what you need is a huge area of, in fact, we should do a whole podcast on asking for what you need. What you need. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. So next, probably next time, possibly next time, we'll do a what, asking for what you need podcast. So you might have to double this you know, listen if you're kind of in this moment of how do I ask for what I need when I need space? And if you're already good with that and you can just say, I mean, how would you do it? I mean, because if you said to your wife, babe, hmm. I love you, but. <laughs> yes, uh, I need some time to reflect and think. She would absolutely support that. And there may be a time or two where she would, she might say, okay, why? (laughs) And I get to, at least for me, I get to share that with her. There's Mm. some things I'm working through. And what I've found that that does for me, especially in, in relationship, is it includes her in my process not that she's making decisions for me or anything like that but she feels included in the stuff leading up to my decisions whatever those decisions might be so she she doesn't feel like she's separate from me and sitting off on the side and saying okay well you go do that and I guess whenever you're done I'll be here because that's that can be a lonely space for for someone and I've done that to her in the past and that's why I'm even sharing that with with everyone today Mm. um and I think also what that allows her to do is maximally support you I remember because obviously Brace Mm. and I work really closely together and we coach each other and I remember during last year when we were working virtually and we hadn't even met at that point I remember one time where you said yeah my wife said that I needed to come and speak to you about it it's just like and and she gets it she gets and she she doesn't get offended that you bring this stuff to me and she gets to share in the process and kind of know yeah Um, and it she does it is about respect at the end of the day like and if you're going to ask for this from someone you need to mm-hmm. allow them to ask for it from you as well and just know that you need it and hold it close in your heart that you need buffers like today i haven't told you this yet Bryce. did i tell you can't remember i sat on the sofa and i didn't do anything for a whole hour what i know who am i and what have i done with victoria no that's that's amazing that's and amazing. Re- and genuinely, those of you who know me, it's amazing. And partly it's because I'm crazy jet lagged and like haven't been sleeping. But Wait, you didn't even like think about stuff? I watched the television. I w- I'm watching Eye Zombie <gasps> on Netflix. So I was totally obsessed with zombies eating brains for an hour. I love that. Right. And I love that. You know, the interesting thing is this is evidence that I am doing the work. Because I'm f- five days into being here, I'm mm-hmm. having some important conversations. And 
orienting my nervous system towards giving myself what I need rather than continually running and continually <clears throat> feeling like I have to stay on the move all the time, which is the trauma response. Yeah. And it didn't then take an effort for me to acknowledge that drive to go and sit on the sofa because it was physiologically present and I wasn't running away. And I think this is the thing that I keep forgetting to say to people. And I just said it to my client today and I keep forgetting to say it on the podcast and I keep forgetting to say it to you. It's like, we make the nervous system sound like this really dreadful thing that will always drive you away from fear and strategies and drive you into adapt adaptations and all that kind of stuff. Yes, very true. But the nervous system is also supremely aware of healthy and supremely conscious of when something is more nourishing to it. So a lot yeah. of the times we don't orient back towards nourishing because we don't ever give our nervous system the opportunity to experience it. So it's experience that does the healing. So as you're running away and doing all the like constantly staying busy and all that kind of stuff, your nervous system never knows what it feels like to actually stop and rest or take space and all that kind of stuff. But once you introduce your nervous system to what that actually feels like, it's a very quick adaptation process because the nervous system's like, Oh, hang on. This is easier. This is, this is better. Like, yeah. Hey. And it's set up to be as efficient as possible. So it's right. like, Oh, this is, the, this is way more efficient than the other. Let's do that. Body's all about the path of least resistance. And so mm -hmm. introducing your nervous system to something that is more nourishing actually over time and not very much time, it just becomes the new normal. And that's all we're trying to do within coaching or like change. It's like make the thing, the new normal, nervous system adapts, move yep. forward. But the infrastructure needs to be there. Would I have had that space had I been staying with other people and needed to like perform or even, I mean, stupid things, like even stop and hug the cats when I walk past it. It fills up time and it take, it's another thing. So creating that infrastructure and that space is the magic source for you to actually go, okay, I need to nourish myself. And I think that's the other thing. It's like, well, okay, so yeah, take small steps, but what small steps? And it's like, if all of those small steps are in the direction of being ever more yourself, you're doing it right. Yes. And also there's the, the space that you're giving yourself mentally, like as far as patience and understanding and compassion for yourself and what you are moving through and compassion for the, the parts that you're, you feel like you may be still getting your foot stuck. Like that's also creating space as well. Um, but Victoria is absolutely right. It's essential to know that you need to take that time to move through these sticking points and to get your body used to, either being stuck and how to come out of stuckness or just allowing yourself a little bit more love grace and yes <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right absolutely and what? realistically yeah. knowing that shit's going to come up <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. it always not. does right and you can speak to this brace because you said this very eloquently before we started pressing record it's like you don't you don't just move to a new chapter and go hey today yeah yeah the the old narrative 
always finds its way into the new chapter because you've had however many years of this being your go-to that was your default forever and it takes time to reprogram your nervous system like we said the nervous system's open to be reprogrammed it's open it's like hey there's a better way to do this let's do that but give yourself that space and time to do that in a way that doesn't re-traumatize or pull you all the way back in and down. And if you get do get pulled back and in and down, seek support. Seek support. You don't have to do this by yourself. This is another thing that I have to work on. I feel like I need to do it all by myself. And if I can't, then I'm making that mean something about me. And so I was like, no, you need to speak to Victoria about your night of doubting yourself. And so I did. And in doing so was the greatest move I could have made. Um, Although it was the hardest thing to actually admit and go into the fact that I did that I gave myself that space and that patience and that compassion. And just was like, I knew that at the end of the conversation, it was going to be better. And dude, it's like night and day, like where I was like two hours ago to now, are you kidding me? It's like, great. It's incredible. Coaching's amazing. <laughs> I love it. So that should have been amazing. Victoria's amazing. Hang on a second. Where was my credit? In well, well, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Victoria's. <laughs> I'm totally joking, guys, by the way. Like, <laughs> and this is it. Like, no, coaching, she's not. She knows. She knows. <laughs> coaching is a relationship. And yes, it coaching is. is not about just the coach. Coaching is about the coach and the client. And there is no way that I do anything. I say a lot of words and I give a lot of insight and I open the space for there to be stuff shared. And that's coaching. Like this is not mm. rocket science. It's opening the energy for you to allow whatever needs to come and if you're thinking of moving into a new chapter you absolutely need walls to bounce stuff off because stuff will come up and knowing what's a pattern what's an adaptation what's a historic thing what's a valid reason what's a valid fear versus what's just your mind trying to ninja chop you down at the ankles and all that kind of stuff is sometimes mm. takes an out, often takes an outside perspective because it, it's you're so in it and, you're, and your mind is so beautifully complex and yeah. able to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and in that, be careful about the walls you're bouncing off of. Because if, oh, right. if you go into an echo chamber where people are just going to tell you what you want to hear and that can also be not the best uh, to do. So make sure you're, you're speaking with someone who's open and honest and that you're ready and willing to have, to receive that open and honest view of yeah. yourself to yeah. give you something to, cause if you go in that uh, it, it is not going to turn out the way that you want. So make sure that whoever is your mirror and is reflecting back to you has your best interests at heart. And they are going to tell you like it is because that is 
absolutely, in my opinion, quintessential for advancement. And you advance quicker. Like when you're having those super, maybe extremely uncomfortable, but very honest conversations, dude, how much you learn and see in advance is like, wow, tenfold. And that's like, warp, like warps you. Yeah, but it's it's it, it speaks to creating the space because they aren't always the easy conversations. You do need mm. that downtime to process. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think human beings, and I've spoken to many people in the last couple of weeks about human design because obviously we're offering our deep dives and people are, people yep. can book deep dives with me. And a lot of the time, people are a little bit into human design, but like haven't really been in it very much. And they're expecting to understand exactly how to behave according to their design kind of day two. And I'm like, I think there's just a moment of like, just accepting that you don't really know. And it's a bit foggy for now. You don't know what's not self. You don't know what's conditioning. And that's it's human design is not enough people. I really do stress this. It's not enough to know your design and you're done for life. It's like, yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah. What is, what is not self? What is not self strategy? What is conditioning? What is trauma patterns? Cause it's not all the same. And, you know, I'm dealing with the fact that I have for the last two decades, not quite that, but almost been totally responding from my generator response and every one of those responses, and I'm sorry, I'm going to do it again, guys, but every one of those responses is through a veil of trauma and conditioning. So every one of those responses is accurate from the place that my nervous system has been in. So for me, it takes a lot to go. Every decision I've made in the last 20 years has been based on an adaptation and a lie almost. And it's not quite mm. a lie, but we can genuinely say that a lot of the things that I do and have emanate from stress and trauma, not generate a response that's only got health and love and nurturance at my, at my core. And that's still okay. I'm not making myself some like persona non grata because I'm, you know, not doing things perfectly as a generator. Um, but to speak to the whole kind of like, it takes you some time to wiggle into the experiment and actually understand stuff. You do need the space to understand it, to stop, to have enough time when you're about to default pattern and go, hang on a second, is that is that what I really want to do? Or is that an emanation from the past? Beautifully said. <laughs> and I, it's Beautifully just so, said. It's so interesting because I feel like getting lost on the path to your new chapter is absolutely fundamental. Because if you mm. don't get lost, you don't know where the path really is. Mm, yeah. Don't be afraid to get messy, everyone. Don't be afraid to really get in the thick of it. Mm. Because like Victoria is saying, it's kind of essential to your learning. It's like how I'm just, I'll go back to the body and being in the gym. It's like they say no pain, no gain. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the truth. There's, it's the truth. Like you have to work your muscles to a point and they have to tear in order to build and become stronger. And that's well, and also, but you also goes, have to push the growth edge. So you have to, you all yeah. have to have that day in the gym where you do too much. So you know that that's mm-hmm, a lie. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, we're, and just talking about 
we're both doing big personal evolutions at the moment, but our business is going through a huge evolution at the moment. And it's very easy for us, particularly with me, who's like, <laughs> just like, give me a system and I'll fix it. Yes, fine. Um, it's very easy for us to fall into the, this is how you do business trap. And mm. we've kind, I take full responsibility for this. I've been kind of doing that and trying to like, oh, I must be getting it wrong because I'm not doing it according to the, the rule book of entrepreneurialism. And I think for us, me and us getting that a little bit wrong in the last few weeks has been super valuable because it's allowed us to go why is it wrong? And it's wrong because it doesn't feel right. It's not wrong because it's and it, like it's not wrong because it's like accuracy wrong like it would work yeah. if we wanted to do it like I can build anything it would work we just force every it every time yeah. we do it it doesn't feel right um and in particular we're talking about marketing and funnel building <laughs> and Grace and I like like you, physically you should you should have seen it. you like you, you were like <laughs> as you said it you're like <gasps> but it's the whole thing and it's like I've been trying to dress it up as like oh but we have a service we should want to have it out there and it's like guys if you're listening to this podcast and you value us please be our promotion because we ain't not building a funnel it's just not happening like <laughs> it's, just, it's like it wanted to stick pins in my eyes because it's not authentic and I think for us that whole underlying authenticity piece is the bit that makes you realize when you need a new chapter, because that's when it starts to feel icky. Then when you're in all the ick, because you're trying to change it, it's like, you don't always need to get it right straight away, but you do need to stick with that physiological sensation of, is this settling? Is this feeling like this is the right direction? And what shit's coming right. up in the process? Yeah, not saying that everyone out there who is, using a funnel is in the wrong. It just doesn't work for us. Right. It's, it's an us thing. And it's an us thing because really honestly, everything in our business is about nervous system safety. We are not your super stress coaches where we're going to push you to your limits and that will create a growth edge. Oh, what? Uh, flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause we've both lived in those containers and they're not, they don't match us. They match many people. But those people are not our clients and that's fine. And for us, everything is about how can we nourish our clients, our students, our followers with not just good quality content, but absolutely authentic love from a place of safety always. And so to then put it into only 24 hours before this offer ends and here have an upsell and like, no, no, no. And trusting in that in a mercenary world of business is really difficult. It's, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Cause you have a lot of really, really talented, intelligent people. Intelligent people. <laughs> yeah. That are like, this works. And we're yeah. like, I believe that it works. Yeah. And it doesn't work for me right. in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's like, if it works for you, go kick some ass and like do the thing. And so we get to figure out what does work for us. And we get to trust ourselves and listen to everything that's going on inside, which comes back to the new chapters and Victoria's having a, a download. You said Talk to me. the words, trust yourself. 
And I, the more I think about it, the more I think that that's the piece that we are all missing in humanity, trusting ourselves. I think we can say it. I think we can think we do. But I think that when it comes to those really deep, dark nights of the soul, all of them are, I don't trust myself in this area. I don't trust myself for these people or for myself, mm-hmm. or I don't trust how I'm living my life. And if you're stepping yeah. into a new chapter, you have to trust. And trust isn't that it's the right thing. Trust is that it's the right thing for right now. Because we put so much pressure on these things. Like it's got to be the absolute zenith of our experience. This is absolutely right, all in. And it's like, it's right for right now. Yeah. Well, it's just too much expectation. It might be the absolute thing, but if you're going into it like that, you're strangle holding the energy because there's so much need attached. And when you're building yeah. anything from stranglehold, like good luck. And I, you know what? I love that you use the word expectation because, and I'll just use this as an example. Some of the best experiences that I've had I had zero expectation about what was about to happen. I was like, you know, I, I don't, it, it, I don't know. It wasn't that I didn't care. No. Cause I, cause I almost said that, but it wasn't that I didn't care. It was just like, I didn't know what to expect. And I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I have an expectation of what it was going to be or anything. And then the night's, or the days or the vacations or the experiences or the adventures ended up being some of the most awesome. And I didn't put any thought really into them other than I'm just going to be here and be with whatever this is. And in that it's like everything opened up. So cool. And nobody listening to this podcast will not know what that feels like. We've all done that, gone into something Mm -hmm. with no expectations and just been blown away by the nights, by the experience, you know, and it's, it, it works for the little things, but it really works for the big things. It really works for the, um, the decisions you make that feel big because society's told you they're big, they're big. You mentioned them earlier leaving your job, starting a business, leaving a relationship, embarking on a relationship. We all approach these like they're D-Day moments and it just Uh so much pressure. And it's just like, just experiment, experiment, experiment. And, oh, that's interesting, are my favorite things because they just take all of the heat of pressure out of it. And if you're just like, oh, this is an experiment. And then this all went to shit. Oh, that's interesting just makes everything feel <laughs> less heavy and less do you know what we attribute less meaning to it go back to the meaning podcast like we, mm. yeah i love that i love that attributing less meaning because we attach stories to all these things in our past these situations in our past and we let that determine how we feel about what ever happened and ourselves and yeah oh yeah definitely and when we don't attach that meaning to things they just get to be what they are and just a, and a thing wonderful if, yeah and if it's easier because the human brain likes attachments yep they like to but, rationalize yeah and i always say like attachments held lightly 
because you can want something from a situation. It's very difficult to walk into a situation and not want something, but it really is about wanting that thing, but also being really open to the possibility that that thing doesn't happen and being really happy with the outcome anyway. So it's, yeah, hope. Hope is great. I love hope. I found a ring in my storage unit today and it says hope, faith and love. And I put it on and I was like, I love that. I know. I remember why I bought that. Um, but it doesn't mean that you get to attach and fixate on the outcomes and the potentials. I love it. Can I share this? Can I share this? And I, and I will. It's a, a poem, I guess, um, by Aldous Huxley. Um, but it says lightly, child, lightly. Learn to do everything lightly. Yes, feel lightly, even though you're feeling deeply. Just lightly let things happen and lightly cope with them. I was so preposterously serious in those days. Lightly, lightly. It's the best advice ever given to me. To throw away your baggage and go forward lightly my darling oh love that mm. and we will gloss over the fact that it was aldous Huxley. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> well okay we can create utopia if we want to <laughs> yeah beautiful. i mean it, it is beautiful and it is beautiful because what i love about that was the end sentence where he was like i used to be so serious it's like we can tell you all of this stuff, guys listening. Oh, sorry, guys, people, all of y'all. We need another word for guys. It's a, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> but we can tell you it all. But you have to experiment because mm. we can speak from our experience. We can share our wisdom. We can share our knowledge. We can implore you to do things differently. But it is only by you really learning from experience that you will feel the resonant truth of what we're saying. And sometimes that involves trying it the different way, trying it in the way we're not telling you to do it. Do it, do it again, go completely against what we're saying because you get to experience it and be heavy, be, be all serious, take it really seriously and then see the difference because you kind of sometimes have to learn by doing. Yeah, you can't do it wrong. You can't, you can't. You can't, you can't do it wrong. It's, what's the... The little story about Edison creating the light bulb. It's like he made like over a thousand iterations, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. And someone asked him, like, oh, that's a lot of failure. How does that feel? And he's like, well, I never failed. I just discovered a thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. <laughs> so, right. But he had to do it that way to get where. He did. Mm. And I, I just, I, I, I know that sometimes I speak from a place of real self-awareness and I do, I know myself. Do you know how I know myself? 20 years of looking at it. <laughs> and it isn't like a, a thousand ways, a yeah. thousand ways of like, and, and always for me, and there's a human design reason for this, but always for me, it's about bumping up against something because I've done it the wrong way and realizing that actually I'm one of those you know, things that you, you used to get toys where you pushed up the bottom and the whole thing collapsed and then you've let it go and it all came back up again. And it's, you just have to see yourself as one of those knocking, rocking dolls that just will always bounce back because mm -hmm. providing you don't make the failure mean anything, 
you have resilience. And I think resilience is a buzzword, particularly in the biohacking community, physical resilience, emotional resilience is all very cool. The only thing that you need to have resilience really is the ability to understand that nothing says anything other than the actual thing that happened. And it's a learning opportunity. Everything is just, yes, you might need to lick your wounds for a little bit. Yes, you might need to take the space. Yes, you might need to just shut the door on the world. But none of that is because you did it wrong. It's because you learned a lesson. Mm. And so in your new chapters and big challenges, you get to know that erring from the path is being on the path. Um, and that is as it's meant to be. Chapter four, <laughs> which is post-change. Um, and I'm saying this because Brace and I are terrible for not doing this. So I'm saying it so we have accountability, Brace. Mm. Celebration at the end of the journey. We tend to gloss over celebrations a little bit. Is there an end to the journey? There is to moving to a new chapter because suddenly it's the new normal. Got it. Yeah. No, as we've spoken about for me, like we both instinctively know that when I'm on the other side of what I'm dealing with right now, it's going to look very different. Mm -hmm. That's, it's not finished. It's not over. I mean, there'll be another chapter next week. We know what I'm like. We're going to pop some champagne. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. And I don't care whether it's popping the champagne or whether it's, you know, just having a moment where you look yourself in the eye in the mirror or look your friend in the eye or look whoever in the eye and just go, I did that, that big thing, that thing that I was looking at before I went into it with all sorts of trepidation. And I went through it and I felt like I was burned a million times and fell off course. And, and now I'm here and I get to take a minute just to go, well done. Because being human in this life is really challenging. And the reason it's challenging, I believe, is because we are God trying to know itself. That's what human beings are. It's God trying to know itself and evolve. And you can't know yourself unless you throw yourself up against a few hurdles and challenges and evolutionary requests from the universe. So you get to know that when you do get those moments of accomplishment, you get to stop and you get to celebrate. And do it big. Do it big, whether it's, large out to the world or within which may feel smaller do it and do it honestly mm. oh i love that you said that because really question your celebrations because everyone celebrates by cake and champagne or flowers or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what's really celebrating to you what what is it and a lot of us don't even know i don't know that i could answer that question right now for me could you? Me? No, not at all. And we get to work it not out. It's like we need the unveil celebration for when I get back to LA and. Peace up. Peace I'm never leaving for five years. <laughs> but what do, I, what do I want to, how do I want to celebrate <clears throat> myself? Because that comes from all of the stuff that we've been speaking about, you, you don't ever feel like you can celebrate yourself if you don't fully trust yourself, if you don't fully know yourself, if you don't fully love yourself. So mm. actually knowing that you get to tap yourself on the back, 
Job well done. Um, because trust me, there will be another new chapter <laughs> just around the corner. <laughs> and you'll mm-hmm. have to pick yourself up and do it all again. Mm-hmm. Own it. Own it. I love it. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you feel, Victoria? I'm exhausted, Bryce. Like it's 8.30 at night here. And I'm <laughs> but I feel like that, I hope, is valuable to people. And I hope that us, you know, I was told once in my history not to share so much of my personal journey and not to share so much of my story. Um, and I understand the reason behind that. I do. I get where that comes from. Um, but I also think it comes from a place of a bit of fear, a place of thinking, oh gosh, if I share my vulnerability or if I share that I'm still in process, nobody's going to look to me as an authority. Nobody's going to come to me as a coach. Nobody's going to seek me out as somebody who can help them if I'm still in the shit myself. And actually it's just real. And it makes sense to us to bring Mm -hmm. our world to say, look, we can have a podcast, but there's 2 million podcasts out there. So it doesn't make us very special. And we can run a coaching business where we we support people and we affect massive change. We support people to affect massive change in their lives and still be doing the work ourselves. And it doesn't make us anything other than real human compatriots in the fire with you all. Yes. Anyone that tells you that they're not is not maybe not in the shit, but they are full of. <laughs> oh, now I've got a whole bucket of shit analogy that we were talking about. The other day. <laughs> oh, oh man. But, it, but it's good, but it's good. It's, it's all good. Like you guys move forward, trust yourself whether they be small moves or big moves, trust yourself, listen to your heart, listen to your heart. That's what's getting pulled off YouTube, although it wasn't that accurate a rendering, so they probably won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, listen to and, your heart. And yeah, and go lightly. Yeah. Be easy, be easy on yourself as, as you move through, but stay open, stay authentic to yourself, find support. Um, what other, what else am I missing here? Be brave. You know, the mm. new chapter that you're dreaming is inside you for a reason. It's not. That's true. That's true. It's not some crazy harebrained idea that you just get to sit in your nine to five job and think about. It's not a fantasy. It's a dream and there's a difference. And so if it's calling you, pick up the phone. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> uh, well, you can pick yeah. up the phone off if you want. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, seriously, guys, and just to speak back to what we're talking about, if you get value from our content and you know of somebody who's looking at some new scary things, or you know know of somebody who you can see is stuck and is scared to make a change, just send them this episode. Just say, we was listening to this and thought of you. And just see what happens because change can be scary and hard and people get to feel like it's scary and hard and still know that they get to have support whilst doing it. 
And absolutely, yeah. talking of space, something we haven't shared with you yet. If you need 10 minutes to yourself to get space and you want some guidance through it, Brace has recorded mm. a 10 minute grounding, which is magical because I literally sat and had myself grounded whilst Brace was doing it. Um, and it is available to you. You can, all you need to do is sign up for, to our newsletter and you will get the grounding into your inbox. So that can be found at unveilenterprises.com forward slash grounding. Simple. And it's a beautiful 10 minutes with Brace just walking you gently through giving to yourself for 10 minutes. It's just 10 minutes. And if you feel like everything else that we've said is too far away, too not for you, it's too ridiculous, you're, you're never allowed that, you've got too much in your life, give yourself 10 minutes. Give yourself, give us 10 minutes and we will show you how easy it is to change in 10 minutes. So unveilenterprises.com forward slash grounding. And you get to experience Beautiful. I get to experience, which is Brace doing a wonderful meditation. <laughs> all right friends and family for now my name is brace harris and my name is victoria fenton and we are unveil stay informed with all things unveil sign up for the newsletter at unveilenterprises.com forward slash sign up